Hello, hello. You are listening to Why the World Needs You podcast, hosted by me, Benjamin Fritz. This podcast has been created to empower you to become the person you've always wanted to be. The journey is difficult and the challenges are many, but the rewards of being true to yourself are immeasurable. The objective of this show is to give you a safe, supportive space to learn, gain inspiration, and witness the true power and freedom that comes with becoming the person that you are meant to be. Why the World Needs You is a community of purpose-driven individuals who are passionate, gifted, and have a zest for life. They deeply desire to share their unique voice and gifts in order to make the world a better place for themselves and future generations. They are pulled to a different way of living and a higher purpose, while remaining grounded in their desire to engage and contribute in practical ways. My goal is for you to walk away from each episode with confidence and conviction, sharing your authentic self with the world, as well as a deepening understanding of your potential to impact the world in a way that makes sense to you. I'm honored to have this privilege. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day and your journey. Hello. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit about collaboration versus competition. This is a really interesting subject to me because I've have always been somebody who has been very competitive and I always heavily identified with that which I think is really important and telling. So I'm going to share a little bit about my personal experiences but I'm going to tie that into what I think is a much bigger picture here. Collaboration is something that we sacrifice when we prioritize competition. Healthy competition is good. I'm not against competition. While I've changed some of my own personal um, traits or views on competition and created a much more healthy relationship with it instead of just such a dominant one, I've really come to see things quite a bit differently in this is because of many experiences, personal, business, relationship. But the, the, the thing that really interests me about this subject is that we can really relate it to life and the world as a whole. And this is something that we're seeing very specifically right now as I record this episode on March 29th of 2020. We are kind of in the throes of the coronavirus as it's spiking in the U.S. here, when it already spiked in Italy and China. And so things have gotten really crazy here. We're basically all in lockdown, and life has just changed. The way that we shop, the way that we work the way that we live, all these things have totally shifted in a matter of two weeks' time. And so it's really provided an interesting dynamic because the world has kind of come to a halt, in a sense. And during times like these, times of extreme change and times of fear and pain and suffering, there's a lot that can go on. And there's a lot of bad that can happen, but there's also a lot of good that can happen. 
And what I think we're beginning to see, or I know we're beginning to see, because it's very evident in how people are acting and how people are starting to interact with each other, is that the the situation and the overall atmosphere, the vibe, is becoming much more collaborative as opposed to competitive, which, in general, I would say that the world as a whole is extremely competitive. You can even put the U.S. at the top of that list in terms of how we live our lives. So I think that's you know interesting in and of itself, but the world as a whole, we are competitive. Nations compete with each other. Humans compete with each other in those nations, you know, different religions or belief systems. And when you are in this highly competitive state, you lack collaboration. And the outcome of this, the, the, the widespread effect that this has, is that we are never then truly working towards a common goal. And a basic tenet that I'm going to set down right here is that we are always stronger together. That is the foundation of collaboration. That's the whole idea behind collaboration, is that together, as a unit, we are stronger. And this is something that we just don't acknowledge. We just, as a collective, this isn't something that we do. Now, part of this is just human nature. It's been this way for millennia, right? We've unfortunately killed each other. We've disagreed with each other. And so part of this is, you know, part of like an existential struggle type of thing where it's like, okay, how much of this is just built in? How much of this is just, you know, programmed into our animalistic being? And how much of it is something that we can actually change, something that we should actively try to change. And I would argue that because we are humans, we are a higher intelligence than all other beings, this is something that we should be very grateful for and feel very blessed to have this higher intelligence and this higher state of being and make the most of it. And I think that when we're in a competitive state, we are not doing that. We are staying at a lower state. We are staying at a less enlightened state. We are putting ourselves on the same level as other animals. And I love animals just as the other guy. But this is a situation where we have a chance to be better. We have a chance to take things to the next level we have a chance to just be great and we can't do that if we're stuck in this state of competition collaboration is the state where the the magic is really like that's where good shit happens and it's my personal belief that until we can embrace this as a collective until we can all be working towards similar goals and objectives, we will continue to suffer in large and small ways as a collective, as individuals, as communities, as nations. 
we need to be able to shift into collaboration. And this is a gift, I think, from the current coronavirus epidemic, pandemic, excuse me, that we are seeing now is because we are realizing we are all in this together. We do, by default, have a common goal. We have a common objective, and that is to stop this thing, to stop it from spreading, to stop it from killing us, right? To to making us sick, to killing us. And the the reason that this is working in the current state is because it is now us as humanity against it, the virus. We can all come together for a common goal. So it makes it easy because we go back to our nature. Yes, there's fear. Yes, there's hoarding. There is you know, a lot of scarcity. People are losing money. People are losing jobs and family members. And there's going to be a lot of shit that hits the fan around those things. You know, we're not going to be able to serve all the sick people. Hospitals are going to become overwritten. All this crazy fucked up shit's going to happen. And that's going to be an incredible challenge. And people are going to be selfish. People are going to do selfish things and be assholes and act for their own good. But I do think that that's actually going to be the exception as opposed to the rule. And we're already seeing the rule, the collaboration as the rule. People being unselfish, people offering and being generous, sharing things that they can, using whatever resources that they have, whether that's financial or um, their home or their care, whatever it is, we're seeing this collaboration effort come, you know, like kind of rise to the surface, which is really, really awesome and so, so encouraging. Now, I'm going to take a quick break from the large scale and share a little bit about my own journey. For me, I grew up being competitive. I played sports in school. I was very competitive about my grades. And because I quickly realized that I was pretty intelligent and pretty athletic, that I could be good at things. And being good at things felt good. (laughs) It felt great to excel. It felt great to be recognized and get attention for excelling. And this quickly, in hindsight, became a bit of a drug for me. I really put a lot of stock into being the best. And like I said, it started with schoolwork. I was, you know, able to get straight A's and all that when I was younger. So I was like, okay, you know, that was a thing. Continue to do that. Continue to, you know, like, oh, like you got the best grade in the class. Or, oh, like you're at the top of the class in your grade level. That's cool. That feels good. I get a lot of recognition or like get a quick like hit of uh, feel good, a quick high from that. And then the same can be said for out on the field. And school, like in the early days, it was playing football at recess and I was good. I was really good. And uh, it just came naturally to me. I absolutely loved it. And I've always been a tryhard. <laughs> I've always been a guy that is going to put 100% fucking effort in and not let up. So, like I said, I did that in the classroom, but I also did that on the field. I did that in gym class 
you know, to the point of like, I was that annoying kid who was like, really, this guy's like trying this hard. We're running the mile today in high school. People are like walking laps and I'm over there sprinting my ass off. Like, you know, about to pass out because I'm trying to (laughs) beat my best time or beat other people's times. But this was the experience for me was that I got so much value. I got so much of my self-worth from being the best. And again, this is only something that I've realized in the past handful of years of my life is that so much of my emotional stock and worth was put into those things. And, you know, at face value, it's not a bad thing, right? Like striving to be the best version of ourselves is a great thing. It's something that's really important. But when it starts to come at the expense of like come at the expense of (laughs) acknowledging that there is more to life than being the best there's more to life than doing really well at things that's where it becomes unhealthy and so that was kind of the the personal side of things for me and then in business I so I quit my I quit my job in uh was it 2013 and my like my corporate job and I went into personal training and then I eventually a year later went into business for myself so I've been in business for myself for six years now and I stayed very egocentric because so I haven't used that word yet but ego and competitive usually go hand in hand and so for me business became very egocentric as well in that I and I've so I want to take a quick step back here. I've never been somebody who's boasted or been really full of myself or cocky. And I say that, you know, knowing that anybody would back that up. Yes, sure, like, you know, at times like with my family or close friends or something, like I'll joke around, but in general I was always very humble and I would let others do the talking for me. And honestly, that was part of the high was that I didn't have to talk. I didn't have to talk myself up. I could act. I could be the best. I could do great things. And then people would talk about me. Damn, that felt good, right? Like, (laughs) that just felt so good. So I never had to, I I was never like a super big headed is basically what is important to understand here. But, but that didn't stop me from having a very egocentric business model and by that, I mean when I was the face of my, you know, I was creating my fitness business, I wanted to be the face of it. And I didn't want help. I didn't I didn't network, um, for one, because it made me uncomfortable and I was an introvert and I didn't want to do it, but also because I didn't think I needed it. I could do the things that I needed to just by working hard and you know, being with my clients and posting on social media and sharing that kind of stuff. But without having a really sense of collaboration of, I need other people to help lift me up or not even need, but I can use other people to help lift me up and to help support my business, to help support my mission. And in hindsight, that was something that for any of you, out there starting businesses, and this is something I talk to my clients about. This is something that I've totally shifted in the past couple of years in my model is 
don't ever go into business with that mindset because you're going to cause yourself so much pain and struggle. You don't have to prove anything to yourself, at least not in terms of doing everything by yourself. Yes, you can prove things to yourself in terms of, I can do what I set my mind to, I can do great things, I'm all about that. You should do that. But it's totally unnecessary to say, I will do these things by myself. I need to do these things by myself. Because that's a lie, you're selling yourself short, you're hurting yourself in the long run, and honestly, you're hurting those around you who have a desire to help take you to the next level for those who want to see you succeed and want to have an active role in that. So don't do that if you're in business for yourself. Big mistake. But again, this even if you're not planning on going into business for yourself, this goes back to you on a personal level as well. If you are competitive in general about your job, about your lifestyle, uh, just anything, anything. Think about what competition means to you actually sit there and think about that for a second. Are you doing it so that you can grow as a person, so that you can get better, so that you can better those around you? Or is there a little bit more selfish, self-centered, egotistical reason for that? Is it because that's where you get your value? That's where you derive your self-worth? Is this something that makes you feel good? Does praise make you feel good? Are you a perfectionist? Is this is how you were shown love growing up or from your parents? Did you only receive love or gifts when you got straight A's or when you did really well on the test or when you were the best in the class? Really check into those things and understand where competition is coming from you. Like I said earlier, I 100% love competition from a healthy perspective where we are all pushing each other and ourselves to grow. That's what competition is about. To tie this all together now, competition is not about beating the other person down, being the one to stand there with your chest tall, with your foot on the other person as they lay on the ground. (laughs) Like that is not what competition is about. Some people see it that way, for sure, but that's not really what's great about it. In general, as humans, if we can look at things, if we can shift into a state of collaboration as opposed to being in a state of competition, that is where so much magic lies. I said it earlier, and I'm going to say it again because that's truly the only way I can describe it. That is where all the good things that we want will happen. All of them. That's what's so crazy about it is if we if we allow ourselves to shift into that space, we will all get what we want. This is the collective mindset versus the self-centered mindset of I need to look out for myself and only I can like create these things that I want. I need to take, take, take. When really we can all get to where we want to be with a collective working towards, striving towards a goal together. That is powerful. That is where real shifts can happen. We can all win in that situation. We cannot all win in a competitive only mindset. 
that is something that's going to drive us into fear, scarcity, hatred, death. It's just not a good place. It's not cute, man. It's not a good look. (laughs) So what I wanted to do with this episode was, it's just been something that's been on my mind. It's something that has been a major shift for me as an individual, but I'm also now seeing it so, so clearly with our world as a whole, with everything that's going on. And I truly believe that in order for humanity to get to a better place, this has to be at the core of that movement. Collaboration has to be one of the main focuses. And the final thing I'll say on this is that the, the way that we get to that point is by seeing how we are more alike than different. That's what's so unique about this virus situation is that we can all see that we're in the same boat here. We're not separating things by race, by religion, by any belief system. We're not separating because we're human. We see we are all in that boat. We are all fighting for something together because we're human together. And that needs to be at the basis of this shift for us, is seeing our neighbor for them and their humanity. And until we can really get to that place, until we can see that in ourselves and in others, oh man, we're going to be, we're just going to be over here struggling right along. And so, yeah, that's that's what I got for you today. Um I'd love to hear your thoughts about this in the group. Um, Stay tuned for the end of the podcast here to see how to get in there. Um, I'll give you a quick hint. There's a link in the show notes below. But go in there. Give me your thoughts on this. I would love to hear what you think. And really, it's kind of funny because that's what the group is all about. It's creating a community of collaborative individuals and a supportive space for us to grow together. So thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Hey, yo. Thanks so much for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a reminder that all the relevant links can be found in the show notes below, as well as that of our free Facebook community, where all the cool kids are at, just being ourselves, sharing our gifts, and supporting the hell out of one another. So come on in, introduce yourself, and join the party. See you in there.